Thanks for listening to the Playthuno podcast. I'm your host, Josh Siders. This podcast is meant to help you bend and not break by giving you tools to become more resilient in everyday life. Hey, welcome. I'm Josh, and I wanted to take the opportunity to talk about Playthuno Labs and some of the exciting things that we have coming up that we'd love to offer you. And so before I begin, I just want to tell you a bit about myself and why I decided to get into this. And so I heard a story a number of years ago about a young mom who had picked her kids up at the end of a long day. She'd worked a long, hard day, went by, picked the kids up, and they were just crying out for McDonald's as she drove past. And so she said no, but their cries got louder. And so she finally decided to be the hero, to swing by, to get Happy Meals, and all was well after that. Except that a number of days later, she started getting the overdraft fees because her bank account had been overdrawn. You see, she was on a really tight budget. She knew exactly how much money she had and how much she could spend. And Happy Meals were just not in the budget that week. Yet, uh, she did it anyway. And so I'm fascinated by stories that... Uh, and, and situations, really, that all of us find ourselves in where we act out against our values because of the pressure that we face. I mean, everybody can relate to the young mom with the kids crying out, and they finally do you know, whatever needs to be done for, the, for everyone to be happy and, and for life to go back to normal. So I can relate to that, and you can relate to that, but what causes us to do that? So... My name's Josh. I'm married to Sarah. We've been married for over 12 years. We've got a couple kids of our own, John and James. Uh, they're amazing. A couple pets. We've got uh, Blue, uh, the Russian Blue cat, and we've got Bear, the Chocolate Lab. And so our house is full. It's rambunctious. There's lots of external things, uh, pressures, noises that are going on constantly. And uh, on top of that, I've been a pastor for over 10 years. I've been uh, leading a church here in Manhattan, Kansas, along with Sarah, my wife. And in our church, I've trained dozens of leaders over the years and overseen uh, hundreds of volunteers in our organization. I also sit on our regional leadership team. We oversee uh, 40 churches in our district and also work as the multiplication director, meaning I help people plant new churches. And so I've helped half a dozen uh, leaders think through their pre-launch plans, launch their churches, and then think through plans to help sustain and grow and, and see that their churches are nurtured along the way. And so as I look at our, our world today, we're obviously facing a global pandemic that is uh, nothing like we've ever seen before, uh, nothing like we've ever lived through before anyway. Uh, we have uncertainty of the future. There's this election cycle that is, is really causing a lot of mistrust in our leaders. There's, of course, economic woes. And then parents out there, you know what it's like because you're having to juggle uh, school, whether it's remote or homeschooling, your full-time job, life as you thought it would be in 2020. Everybody had these great plans, and so we're having to go through and, and, and reshuffle the deck on what 2020 meant for us. And so what I've noticed is that so many of us are facing not just these external pressures, not just the pandemic and the economic woes, although that's very real, but a lot of it is, is really causing us to churn internally and, and having these internal crises that we're facing. Our souls 
are really struggling. And even though I talk about souls, I don't think you necessarily have to have a spiritual background or a church background to follow along with what I'm talking about. I think this really applies to just everyone. We're everyday, normal people living our lives, trying to connect with our families and work at our jobs. And so hopefully the things that I share uh, will apply to you no matter where you find yourself. Because mentally and emotionally, physically, we're just tired. We've had a lot that, that is going on. And, you know, there might be a light at the end of the tunnel, but this really has, has opened us up to what's really going on on the inside. And so I'm seeing leaders of organizations that they love really pull back and even check out. I'm seeing people in, uh, that have had meaningful connections in their friendships and relationships ghost each other because this pressure that we're facing, this external pressure that's causing this internal pressure is, is really debilitating for so many. So it has me thinking, and I'm just fascinated by this. Why is it that some people who go through horrific, traumatic experiences, might be trauma, abuse, neglect, they're able though to rise above that and live kind of normal lives. Like they've done a lot of work. Uh, maybe there is still a lot of work to be done, but some people go, that go through traumatic, horrific circumstances are able to succeed in their lives and, and, and be people that we look at as models of success. While others, and not that we want to necessarily compare tragedy, but some people go through somewhat less circumstances, honestly, and they continue to cycle through negative circumstances and choices. Why is that? What is the difference between those types of people? And so I've been through that. I'm sure you have. I've been through that in the past. I hit in 2014 a season of depression. My wife hit a season of postpartum depression at the same time, and it was really hard for us. We, we really almost checked out of a lot of things, a lot of organizations and, and people that we were connected to. It was really, really hard. But what we found is that when we didn't give up, when we endured it, when we were patient, when we persevered, and we, we just saw it through, we helped each other through that, we were able to really be formed by those circumstances and we're better people because of it. We really, really are. And we've seen through that how that has grown our capacity and that grew our resilience, that increased our resilience so that when we face other circumstances that are really hard, we're able to withstand it as well. We're able to lean into it. I mean, we look at some people, and, and you may know some people like this, but I, I met a young man a number, uh, a number of years ago who's become a good, good friend. Met him when he was single and wasn't sure where he was going in life. And then he soon uh, was married and they had kids. And he started a business. He started his own business in the last couple of years. And he launched out on his own, and it was a lot to juggle. He had some responsibilities at church that he stepped into, and it was a lot for him to handle. But the pandemic came along, and he and his wife hunkered down, and they had these plans to move several hours away, away from their support system, away from their family, away from their church. But they wanted to do it because she wanted to continue her schooling. And they thought, this is still the right time for this. And so in the middle of this pandemic, they launched out. He stepped back from his business. They went to where they didn't know anybody. And they were able to do that because of some of the decisions that they had already made together and withstood hard circumstances. I have another friend who's a pastor. And they had uh, plans to build a new building. And then the pandemic came along. And still, he's a new pastor in this, in this young church. 
And he just thought, yeah, this is still the right thing to do. And so they broke ground just within the last month because they decided, even in the economic downturn, that this is still the right time to do the right thing. And so he's hung in there and he's actually led them to be formed in these circumstances, in these situations. What sets people like this apart from people that check out and pull back and just wait for their circumstances to get better before they dip their toe and try again? Maybe you're a mom like the one I mentioned where it's just there's a lot of stuff going on and you're afraid and you're at the end. What do you do? Maybe you're a young professional. You've got you know upper mobility on the org chart and you're looking to strike out and, and, and uh, really capitalize on some of these ideas that you're having. You're trying to find favor with your boss. You're trying to, to uh, care for your family, connect with your spouse. Uh, maybe you're creative. Maybe you've been around a time or two and uh, seen some things and still you've got more ideas than you have time and you're wondering what are the right things to do now in this season that I'm in and what are the th- things that I need to put on the back burner. Playthuna Labs exists to help you bend and not break because life is going to throw things at you. You can't control that. Pandemics are going to come. Economic woes are going to come. They're going to go. What you can control, though, is how you respond. And so Plethuna Labs is here to help you increase your capacity and grow your resilience so you can thrive in these hard times. So if that sounds interesting to you, I want to invite you along for the journey. First thing you can do is subscribe to the podcast. You can like this, this video, this audio that you're participating in. And then I would, I would invite you to consider uh, one of our courses, our, our first course It's kind of our 101 course. It's called Foundations of Resilience. It's going to teach you about the three dimensions of resilience. uh, The head, heart, and hands dimensions. I I start with head and talk about the mental and emotional well-being that's related to self-care, participating in mindfulness, and just taking care of yourself so that you're well and you're centered. And I go into the heart dynamic, the relationships that that you should have in your life because relationships are so very important for us. And relationships uh, should be a springboard. They should be a place of strength where we're able to network with others, we're able to connect well with others, and we can can use those as a springboard into the next action step. And then I land on uh, the hands dimension, the skills, the talents, the learned behavior we can harness and we can improve on in our lives. So... I hope that's interesting to you, and we'll have more offerings as we go along, so check back often. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Visit us at playthunalabs.com for more resources to help you bend and not break.